All right. Give me a second. Oh, all right. I am now joined by um, uh, my friend, columnist for Jackman Magazine, contributor to various other places, trivia DJ. Uh, I, DJ, man, uh, uh, I'm not that cool. Trivia host is a step down. It's uh, it's a little more nerdy than DJ, right, but right. something to aspire to. Something to aspire to. Uh, you can start DJing while you do trivia, you know, someday in the future. Um, and uh, and I think there's a new writing gig. Is it is it good to talk about that publicly? Or um, it has not yet been announced. Okay, Next... then we'll skip it. We'll skip it. <laughs> uh, so, but just as a. You know, should I be the first slot of the CV? As far as I'm concerned, that's, and uh, you have a new article I, I saw uh, in Jack Ben that's about some of what's been going on in Atlanta since I left. Yeah, you know, um, it, it just seems like when uh, with you there, it was a calming presence, and then after you left, it's it's really blown up a little bit. So. <laughs> Um, sure, it's a question. Just went to shit, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, what's the for for people who are not familiar with all of this? I mean, I actually did, you know, live in Atlanta until quite recently, and I'm only sort of familiar with some of this. So, um, what's like you kind of start us off on like the, you know, I mean, I guess what's Cop City? That would be a good place to start, right? Get some get some background here. Yeah, um, it is, well, right now is a piece of forest, but the intent is to build um, a huge police militarization complex where, you know, they talked about, so you can get the upscale um, police training, you know, in uh, different, situ- like situational, kind of like a role-playing or, or LARPing different, um, I don't know, terrorist threats, things like that. Um, so they wanted to yeah. build them sort of like this big, big campus. I mean, it's actually, you know, I lived in Chicago back, uh, in 2019 when they were dealing with, um, the, um, it was the no cop Academy movement and it was, uh, something similar in that they're building this huge campus for the police as part of this effort to help like professionalize the police. Uh-huh. But, um, so they've been talking about that for years and then it kind of um the city kind of surprised um what these actual plans are in place and they pushed they pushed this plan through really quickly in uh 2021 okay uh so so they actually started to to build this thing no no no, no. The, the city just approved it i mean part of it is actually kind of complicated because there's all these different jurisdictions involved Um, because this forest area, it's like, yeah, it's like 350 acres of land. Um, It is part of like unincorporated uh, city, part of Atlanta. And so the city of Atlanta is involved in some ways, especially since uh, a lot of their police will be there, but also the county, 
And Atlanta, as you know, is sort of a weird city because there's like uh, different counties that, that split the metropolitan right. area apart. Um, and then, um, you know, there's just there's just a lot of jurisdictions. And and so part of the uh, the long process has been putting all their P's and Q's uh, together um, between the city and county and state. Gotcha. Uh, so like, what's the, what's, what's been done in response to this plan? I mean, from the, uh, from protesters, activists. Well, yeah, like I said, um, once this plan became public, you know, there was already initially some uh, pushback from the community, like, oh, where, you know, where is this coming from? It seems rushed. Well, it turns out that, um, the city was working quietly with some of the biggest corporations in Georgia. Uh, you're, you're, you know, like Home Depot, um, and uh. places that have headquarters in Atlanta to sort of, you know, kind of work on this plan covertly. Um, and they're the, you know, the big funders of it. And um, damn, I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah. So, so the city's, the city's working on the plan, you know, they've got the, um, you know, you talk about the different interests that they're working with and, you know, and, and who's, and who's funded it. Um, and so the, um, you know, like what's the, I mean, people, but like, your question is like, what's the response to this been, you know, from activists? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so that just, it just grew. Um, and, and it, it became, it showed up on the map more for the left and it sort of became a regional thing in activist circles, but then now it's become a national thing where a lot of the energy from, you know, the George Floyd Floyd protests need to go somewhere. So um, there's been occupiers there. They're called, you know, they often called the forest defenders um, for months, even if, not a year, year and a half by now. And, you know, they're like a small group that basically just occupies um, the forest, uh, the site where they're building it. And then they're trying to disrupt uh, some of the activity from construction. Okay. Uh, So, like, there's been some like before we even get to the what your article is really about right you know which which is the uh the way that uh, you know the sort of you know the legal clamp down and you know and and the kind of ominous uh overcharging and all that uh like you know there has been, you know, like, there has been quite a bit of like specific, specific drama about this in the last like a few weeks. I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't hear the last part of that. Uh, your voice broke up. Oh, oh, oh uh, my apologies. So, uh, like, what's been? Uh, uh, so before we even get to what your article is about, which is about you know of way that um, you know the legal clampdown, the way that, you know people know charge this kind of ominous way, you know whatever they just like for anybody who hasn't been following this I mean like, what's been going on for the last two weeks right so 
Um, things got ramped up in December um, when Governor Brian Kemp, who recently uh, won re-election, um, decided to play a little bit more hardball because um, there was talks that a contractor was actually going to pull out because of the protests. So then they kind of went to an, another gear and um, there was a raid on the forest defenders like fort, you know, in the forest um, that was, you know, more serious. And the claim was that um, this one activist uh, who goes by the name of Tortiga was um, uh, pulled out a, a weapon that he had he had purchased in 2020 and shot it at the police. And so um, there was a big shootout. I don't know how many cops were there, but um, a recent autopsy showed that he had been shot at least 13 times. We don't, we don't know the full story of what happened, but um, there's no body cam footage. Um, the activists spoke a lot about nonviolence and so it looks pretty suspicious. And, um, you know, I was kind of startled to read this. Of all the history sure. of environmental activism, there has never been anyone killed, like an activist been killed. So this is the first time that's happened. Wow. So so, so uh, the protests yeah. kind of uh, escalated after that. Well, so um, six people at uh, um, that were there during the raid uh, were charged with domestic terrorism. And then uh, protests broke out even more after his death. It was sort of a rallying cry. And so that's when you had this um, this riot uh, last Saturday. Yeah, so tell me about that. So it was just a, a downtown street protest um, that started, you know, pretty chill. But at some point, uh, some of the protesters got a little crazy. They uh, th threw some bottles at the police, at the police cars. They broke a few windows of some businesses that were financially involved in Cop City, like Wells Fargo Bank. Yeah. Um, and then uh, famously, they uh, I don't know if they Molotov cocktailed it, but they were managed to set a police car on fire. And if you look at the coverage, it's always just a photo of that burning police right, car. Of course. Yeah. So. Um, as I uh, the, I think we talked about this when I was on this show last, but that was the night where where I, I was telling you that. Oh my gosh, there's a Georgia like armored vehicle that just rushed by me on my way to do this podcast. And um, there's a guy with an assault rifle, you know, hanging out the back. He's just holding his gun. And I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they came in and uh, zip tied, you know, these uh, so called Antifa uh, protesters and they got charged with domestic terrorism. So, um, I think uh, I read a report that there's actually 19 uh, protesters altogether charged with domestic terrorism, which is a very serious charge. Yeah, I would imagine uh, that's I mean, that's crazy. Like, so, OK, so this is the this is what the article itself is about. And by the way, I know I was coming in and out earlier. Is my voice OK right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just bad. Okay, there cool. For a bit. Cool. OK, uh, so. 
Yeah, so I I know, you know, okay, so that's what the article's about. I do want to get to that. Uh, but, you know, just out of curiosity, I mean, do you know, I mean, my sense whenever I hear stuff like this about riots is that there tends to be a fair amount of he said, she said about, like, kind of was sort of things like who did what when, uh, whether, um, you know, whether cops sort of, um, <clears throat> you know, like, like the words, whether it was that, like, people, you know, people got crazy and then cops cracked out on them because of it or, you know, the extent to which it's the other way around or whatever. Do you know if there's any of that there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you have people on the, you know, cop side just saying how out of control it was and um, how they had uh, serious weapons on them, even if they weren't, you know, actually guns. Um, I don't know. The rocks are big. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, yeah, of course, there, there's always going to be uh, he said, she said. And it's like, you know, very uh, a lot of different interpretations. It's hard, you know, uh, in, in those, those situations can be chaotic, you know, when you're there in the moment. But, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. OK, so so, yeah, let's talk about the let's talk about the charges, because, I mean, this is the really crazy thing uh, in in all this. I mean, like. Honest, I mean, even though I guess it's, you know, you're saying it's like a shocking and, you know, it's like unprecedented to, you know, to have somebody killed, you know, police in the uh, course of environmental activism. I mean, the sort of basic shape of a lot of the rest of this stuff that, uh, that there are these protests, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a crackdown, uh, there's a riot, you know, the rioters have the book thrown at them. Like is you know that this most of this is stuff that like you you know is kind of within the range of what you'd expect to happen maybe yeah uh, but uh, the the terrorism charge I mean that's that's insane I mean was anybody charged with terrorism with the uh, you know like like in the you know summer of two thousand and twenty and you know in Atlanta when there were you know no. disturbances yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it's weird, too, because, you know, it, Governor Kemp was there then. But, uh, yeah, most of the protesters were uh, taken just to the city jail. And it was sort of, you know, those, like, low felony, high misdemeanors of disorderly conduct, burglary, yeah. criminal property damage, stuff like that. But um, most of those, you know, you're going to be put on probation or, you know, not much, pay a fine, whatever. Um, but for some reason, all of a sudden, you know... On, on incidences that are um, were much less violent, you know, uh, or, or at least uh, wide, not as widespread. I mean, there were the streets of Atlanta were full during the George Floyd protests. I mean, this this riot we're talking about, it, we're, you're talking about a few dozen people. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe that's part of the reason that, you know, you don't want to. Um... There's a limit to how much you're going to do with, uh, if that's how, you know, the number of people you're cracking down on is like giant, you know, if, if you're going to clog the court system with that forever or whatever, but still, true, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've never heard of anybody like getting charged. I mean, maybe I, maybe this happens and I just don't know about it, but I mean, I've never heard of anybody getting charged with terrorism, you know, for, uh, for like, you know, kind of bottle throwing, you know, like, uh, I mean, 
even uh, even like destroying a police car. I mean, it's it's kind of funny to to think about. I mean, like I, you know, where I like in the college town in Michigan, where where I grew up, right, East Lansing. Uh, I remember in the late nineties, um, you know, like around the time I was finishing high school, there was like a fairly post championship. Uh... Yeah, 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 exactly. Right, yeah. you know. Uh, there were actually there were kind of a couple of those, <laughs> but one that was particularly big is the uh, the, the Mudfield uh, riot, and uh, and you know there were people who like just like you know broke windows and you know set fires and like uh, you know I I I know I remember like a cop car being destroyed in in that and you know I mean I think that the sort of prevailing view is wow they're you know, like those students are being idiots, right? But like, yeah. uh, but but it's it's just it's it's sort of freakishly hard to imagine anybody getting charged with terrorism. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's funny you bring up the college thing. I remember um, I lived in this residence hall where the one across the street from us, these dudes got drunk, set fire to a couch, and threw it off the fourth floor balcony. Uh, to celebrate a game i mean that was more destructive than almost anything that happened in the clan the other weekend yeah i actually remember uh yeah the east lansing and the uh, there was like a couple of years there were a bunch of, uh, yeah i remember that was the first ones the uh the um that uh somebody was uh Yes, so he was setting the couch on fire during like a game celebration kind of party, which I remember like in the campus newspaper, the state news. It was, uh, I mean, it was it was like a punchline, right? It was like they had this thing that was like advice for you know incoming freshmen or whatever. And what if the one of them was uh, you know if you burn you know if you burn your uh, what is it if you uh, if you burn your futon now where will you sleep for the rest of the year? <laughs> This is getting a little off topic, but I I tell people um, I, I was at the big Trump rally in Chicago, the one that got, you know, uh, Trump didn't show up because he was scared. Yep. And there was like, you know, what people call the riot in the streets afterwards. I tell people I was there. What was more crazy is when I did a Missouri, Illinois um, basketball game in St. Louis and, you know, somebody tried to swing swing at me because I was wearing a Missouri hat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so this is, yeah, this is really wild. I mean, I, I guess you know. Well, what, I mean, yeah, Ken, one thing uh, yeah. you might add is the specifics. Like, um, act, the, these activists, if they if they get convicted, it's like between five and thirty five years in prison. <laughs> and and I decided to to look up the different ranges of punishments in Georgia. And it turns out that it's pretty close to what you would get for second degree murder, like manslaughter. Yeah. I mean, this is, I, I mean, I guess it's especially bizarre. I mean, just cause just thinking about like, um, you know, being, uh, you know, like being old enough to, uh, to, to remember the, the Bush years, you know, I mean, the way that, you know, terrorism, was like the uh, the omnipresent bogeyman that justified like every terrible thing that the government would ever consider doing. Uh, you know, you want to uh, 
you know, you want to tap everybody's phones, you know, you want to, yeah. uh, you know, do you want to like detain people without trial? You know, do you want to, uh, uh, you know, blow up, uh, you know, like blow up teenagers sitting in a coffee shop in you know, Pakistan, you know, like that's, that's go for it. Go nuts. Right. Just say the magic word terrorism and it, uh, it justifies, uh, it justifies everything. Um, that, and, and, and yeah, and it, it, this really does kind of uh, make you think that uh, the war on terrorism really, truly has come home in a lot of ways. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, exactly. And, and I mean, it also does make me think just in, in general, like, uh, okay, this there is this weird thing that happens that that's happened a lot, like rhetorically in the last mm-hmm. few years, it seems to be where um everybody on various sides of like hot button things is like really eager to apply the T word to their enemies. Like uh the Right. Like if right. you're if you're like a MAGA person, you know, it's like, you know, Antifa terrorists, right? If you're uh, you know, uh and if if you know, if you uh have a different perspective, it's like the uh you know, I don't know, the terrorists on January 6th or, you know, the, like, uh, I, I feel, I feel like, I feel like I've seen this word being deployed like a lot, like rhetorically, just as in the last few years, just as like a way of saying like, whatever, like bad or violent things that the, that like the, the other side is doing are like really, really bad. And, you know, we should be like really, really bad at them. Uh, that's like, the yeah, sort of yeah. I, I heard yeah, that's... COVID terrorist uh, way more times than I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <that's... laughs> yeah, like, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like maybe this is a, it's a little bit of a cautionary tale, you know, about that. Because it's also, like, I wonder if some of this, I mean, I, I was thinking about what you kind of raised earlier about, like, okay, why is Kemp doing this? now right i mean so people who aren't familiar with them um you know brian kemp is uh is you know governor of georgia he's very uh uh you know he's like a he's like a, a governor who in some ways was like you know out trumping trump uh you know well well uh trump was still in it off uh, uh I, I remember like, like, actually, like, have, like, reopening uh, from lockdowns, like, too early, you know, like, that's, which is, which is a little funny to think about, but, um, and. Yeah, at some point, like, okay, there was talk now? that, okay, there was talk at some point that he was going to be, like, a lower, like, a diet DeSantis. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And it's. Well, this this I was thinking though. This does feel a little bit like a diet DeSantis move, right? That this is like a, uh, I mean, like okay, this is obviously an infinitely more harmless case. But um, did you see the the DeSantis Gasto thing last week? I I avoided ga- Gasto discourse for my mental health. Okay, well that's 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 healthy. Uh, uh, it's you know, I mean, it's always. I mean, it's funny to me because I actually have a guest stove, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but it is funny. Like I remember, I remember like six months ago, 
uh, like 20 things like this ago. Uh, David French, who, you know, I'm not a fan of the matter of his politics, but like he, uh, he did nail this one. So credit where credit's due. I remember he called DeSantis the most online governor in America. Meaning oh, that, like yeah. anytime that like right-wingers on Twitter are mad about something, you know, DeSantis like always has some way of swooping in and like, you know, finding some headline grabbing way to do something about that. Right. Are we, are we mad about the possibility that someone somewhere is taking a child to a drag show? Okay, I'll I'll hold a press conference to say I'm like directing the, you know, state child protective services to look into it. You know, are we, you know, it's like always shit like that. And so last week he uh, he did this like announce big announcement that he was exempted uh, from sales taxes and in like a, I mean honestly I guess this works out to be a good thing, uh, but it's it's just very trollish the way he did it because he like did all this like very benevolent stuff to exempt from sales taxes, like, uh, you know, baby food and stuff like that. And it was like, and gas stoves, cause the liberals are trying to take it away from you. And which is particularly funny. Cause like in Florida, they don't even have gas stoves really. Cause they don't like everything's, you know, there's like nothing above ground. They don't really run that many gas lines there, but, um, well, but, yeah, excuse what, for, yeah. excuse DeSantis for being a, a policy wonk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he just cares so, about policy so much. Yeah, I wonder if this is like a little bit of kept bid diet, DeSantis. That it's like, but like in yeah. a particularly in a particularly gruesome way, right? Because it's like, look, after all these, you know, after like years of like making a big deal of like how, you know, like when your political enemies riot or whatever, they're, they're terrorists, right? You know, you need to prove that you really mean it, right? You know, by, uh, like, like that's it's a way of, like, upping the ante for pandering. I mean, or at least that's all I can figure out. Well, also, um, the Democrats have sort of given him uh, permission uh, in some way to do this because they've talked themselves into a corner with, uh, oh, you know, you have to condemn everybody that appeared in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. And so the Democrats are the one, you know, pursuing a lot of this anti-protest stuff when it came to January 6th. And so Kemp would be like, OK, I can crack down on protests uh, now. Uh, what what are you Democrats going to do now? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Like, um, I mean, this is. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I remember uh, in The Nation, uh, Eli Mistel wrote an article saying that everybody who uh, uh, everybody who broached the uh, the Capitol building on January 6th um, should have been charged with felony murder because of the because uh, of, of the cop who uh, there was like a, a, you know, Brian Sicknick, you know, who's who's the cop who. uh died uh i think it it turned out that what actually killed him was a heart attack but he'd like fought with rioters so you know there was a at one point people believed that he died of his injuries you know uh so but obviously <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair amount of that right like it's, it's like deb's got very law and order about about oh in, in a way that yeah not not only um, you know uh, what January six, but some of the uh, anti-vax um, COVID protests. I mean, and 
the extreme version of that happened in Canada when uh, Trudeau actually went to the bank accounts of, of the truckers that were protesting. Yeah, I remember this. Uh, yeah, actually, it's actually that's like, uh, you know, extreme example. Like, it's, it's, you know, I mean, personally, I think it's like kind of a shame the way that, like, your your phone is still having issues, by the way. Uh, oh no! Let's, uh, I was gonna say it's kind of shame the way that so much discourse about that. It's like how you love the like or uh, you know, or else you don't bring up or like express any problem with the fact that like Trudeau actually did all this like genuinely creepy draconian stuff to to crack down on them. I mean that's insane, right? The the freezing, you know, bank accounts, people haven't been convicted of anything. Um and, yeah. you know, and I, and I think that this you know, there's gotta be room to say like, yeah, this I don't you know, I don't really agree with these people. I mean like I think most Canadian truckers actually supported the vaccination requirements, but like uh you know, I, th- I think there's definitely an element of astroturf, but like also, this is fucking insane. You can't do stuff like this. And, you know, and I think, well, yeah, and the, uh, you know, with the, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Go for it. I, if you if you look back, I, I wonder how many of those um, peop- the, uh, people speaking out against those truckers, how many times did they uh, call them terror, the truckers terrorists? Um, oh, yeah, no, ha- no doubt. How many times did Democrats call a lot of the January 6th people? They were even outside the Capitol, um, all domestic terrorists. No, absolutely. And they, I mean, you this know. Is what I'm saying. Even stuff is really bad. I mean, right now, we're talking about lots of areas for us. And they run to set fire a police car. Also, somebody somebody is mentioning it. Yeah, um, you're like mumbly. It's very Uh, choppy. I wonder why I'm doing that. It's so weird. Uh, How's the Mexican utility? The utilities down there in Mexico. Well, we can actually bring us out of the border. We kept that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, what we're saying is that it's. Um, it's like we're the kind of right that, like, towards crops, right? Like, like crops. Kill people. Uh, I, I I think it's worth the tendency to to move as high that you know. Oh, it has to be through, right? I I don't know. I really question you. Kind of is for uh, progressives like like uh, is it's never. I've certainly 
know, there's a sense that you sort of know what you see, although it's not, right? like, uh, well, yeah, man, I think we're going to have to reset this room or something like that. Like, nobody can hear you. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. We might have to try again another time. Yeah, because you're gone. <laughs> yeah, no, now I you're thought static. you said uh, let's do uh, I'll try with the horrible why has this happened? Uh, Starting to get a little better. Okay. Um, I was going to try to see, and for some stupid reason, it's not. For some stupid reason, it's not letting me take the call around that hit that. So we might be in. Uh, we might be having insuperable technical difficulties, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna forge on and see if we can do like the last two or three minutes here. Um, All right. So I was just, I was just going to say, I think that. Oh, someone said they had a uh, question, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Try it. That might've been you trying to call in before, but if you want to try it again, I can, I can see if it'll let me take the call now. Uh, I was trying to I was trying to take the call earlier, and for some reason it wasn't working. But um, in any case, uh, I was just going to say, you know, it is worth thinking here about like the extent to which this might be a cautionary tale about sort of using this strategy of when you really object to things, when you think that things are really bad and terrible, the way to express how bad and terrible they are is to use the T word to describe them. Because even when the things are bad and terrible, like, you know, maybe even worse than any of the examples we've been talking about, there's still a question here about, okay, but like, what's the function of saying that? Because it's not a well-defined concept. Uh, like it, there's a sort of sense that you know it when you see it, although that gets lost as you expand into more things. And the real, like realistically, the function of calling things terrorism is to write this kind of like blank check that like, oh, this is the really bad stuff. We could, you know, do what you want to that, right? I mean, it's like a, it's it's a, I mean, this is, this was always my concern about some of the Jan 6 stuff. It's like, look, I don't know. I I think you know, idiots uh, rioted because they were fed lies about Trump winning the election is not something that I have warm, fuzzy feelings about. But like, uh, I do, I do worry about the expansion of the national security state. And, you know, if this, uh, if this example in Atlanta sets, you know, like a precedent that like other people in other parts of the country are paying attention to, and they feel, um, you know, like, oh, now I need to escalate and, like, show that I'm really, you know, taking these punks seriously and throwing the book at them. And if the new way of throwing the book at uh, at people 
is to uh, is to charge them with with terrorism, right? For things that would be like minor, like municipal offenses uh, before that. I mean, that's a uh, you know that's that's, there, a, that's a pretty pretty great. And it future. is effective. I mean, it, it there is a chilling effect to it. You know, um, what is you know? So uh, I forgot to also mention that Kemp did a two week state of emergency uh, because of the Cop City protests. And that um, he um, authorized up to a thousand National Guard. Um, and you can see this video of all these Humvees, all these military Humvees deploying in like a gas station uh, in in downtown Atlanta. Um, but uh, um, it's just uh, a sort of an amazing escalation. Yeah. No. Exactly. Uh, okay, I am. I'm gonna. Uh, you know, you should uh, should always quit while you're ahead. So uh, <laughs> while uh, you know, while I'm still audible, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna wrap it up uh, for uh, for today. Uh, so people can uh, can read uh, the article at Jacobin. There is a link in that uh, to uh, to the description. Uh, and, uh, sometime very soon when I'm not, uh, when I'm not whispering into a tin can, uh, going to have to have you back on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Ben. All right. Thanks, Ryan.